Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? I got $5. This is a run to the left. You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. My goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Fantasy Flex Podcast. This is your fantasy preview for week number eight in the NFL. I'm your host, Chris Raybon, and I'll be joined by one of the top rankers in the game, Sean Kerner, to discuss the Thursday night slate. We'll dive into the week eight main slate and uh, build some lineups on FanDuel and DraftKings. What's going on, Sean? What's up? Uh, had, a, had a good week last week, uh, nine and one in props. Unfortunately, I think I didn't do so hot in Fancy Pros, so I will no longer be in the top five with you. I think you're still in the top spot, and you crushed it in uh, sports betting. So, uh, congrats again. Yeah, I mean, I, we'll see about Fancy Pros because I, I no, I they're get up to... right now. The results are up. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, you're still in first. Oh, I nice. think everybody kind of had a rough week. Yeah, uh, I, but I, me I, especially. So I had a, I had a couple of rough things. Um, the first was. Uh, because Hopkins was coming back, I, Kyler Murray became my QB two, so that was that was oh. not ideal. And then uh, I didn't get to update Gus Edwards uh, in yep. time, um, but yeah, it's good to see. Um, but uh, yeah, we had a good week in sports betting eleven and eleven and two, um, and most importantly, one and zero on the uh, the New York Giants. Uh, oh know. yeah, yeah, you got <laughs> me there. No, nah, no, nah, you got me early in the Ooh, year though. Man, with, the uh, was it Green minus. Bay? I, <laughs> oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, so one and one on the earth yeah probably not ideal to bet against each other uh, <laughs> no like long term like it's probably just 50 50 no but uh anytime <laughs> we have the same prop yeah um i think it's gone undefeated this year if i'm not mistaken there we go so we need to do that more often follow us in the action app the underscore odds maker and at chris raybon and uh, you can tell all our all of our props uh we'll also talk some luck rate rankings later in the show as well um those are still crushing it uh, and we got a contest winner. So uh, it's Yanks rule 211. Uh, I'm guessing you're probably upset that the Yanks did not rule, but uh, <laughs> if you can take any solace, it's that you got a free year of Action Pro. So thank you for the review, Yanks rule 211. Uh, be sure to hit up podcasts at actionnetwork.com to claim your free year of Action Pro. That's podcast at actionnetwork.com. And for everyone listening, if you enjoy the show, leave us a five star review on Apple and uh, you'll be entered to win. We'll pick a winner. 
every week. Let's jump into the Thursday night football slate. Baltimore, Tampa Bay. Uh, it's been ugly for Tampa Bay. So uh, are, are you going with a buck in your captain spot or uh, a Raven? Yeah, it's been ugly, but I'm going with a buck. I'm going with Chris Godwin. Um, you know, he is fully healthy right now. He's run over 90% route rate um, each of the past two games. He's seen a target rate of 22% or more in every single game this year. And yeah, due to these offensive line, you know, issues that Brady's dealing with, um, you know, he's getting the ball out quickly. So he's going to lean on Godwin even more. Um, plus, it looks like Russell Gage is banged up. You know, we don't know if Cam Brate's going to return. So um, I just think there's going to be a ton of targets going Godwin's way here. Plus, he hasn't scored a touchdown this season, I believe. So he's also due for some positive regression. So he's uh, my ideal captain play for this slate. Yeah, Godwin, uh, you know, he's been he's been that guy that Tom Brady's had to look for. You know, Mike Evans has been not quite as consistent as years past. You know, it, it's been, I mean, obviously he had the drop touchdown that would have changed yeah. everything, but Godwin's <laughs> pretty much a lock for like, you know, 10 to 15 targets, just the way they're yeah. playing. Brady just wants to get that ball out quick. He's not trying to take any hits at, at the ripe old age of 45. So yeah, uh, don't mind Godwin at all. I'm, I'm just going to go with Lamar Jackson here because mm-hmm. it, usually you would think this is a slate where you have to save some cash because there's all these Bucks players, but at this point, I don't really feel the need to <laughs> like, you know, put in a bunch of bucks and like Mark Andrews is banged up. So, you know, he's another guy. Like, I, I just think Lamar is going to do a lot of, of his damage on the ground and he'll probably hit his, you know, probably spread it around to Bateman, Duvernay and, and Andrews, you know, and, and, and they still got Gus. So I think Gus is a, a possibility, but this Tampa Bay run defense in their front is still uh, one of the better ones in the league. So I think it's more of a Lamar has to, is going to have to create some of his own rushing lanes in this one. So uh, just give me Lamar. Uh, all right, who you like for dart throw? Do you like darts, Ted? Oh, okay, I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself. Uh, so on the Buck side, uh, I got to go with Rashad White here. He's been eating in the Fournette's role quite a bit lately. Um, and there, it's not a question that he could just leapfrog Fournette altogether, especially with the Bucks struggling. Um, you know, White ended up being the leading rusher last week. Um, so... I think White has a high enough floor now um, to use him on a, a showdown site like this, but he has an untapped, you know, sneaky high ceiling here as well. If if he were to end up being the lead back all of a sudden, um, but yeah, especially in the routes run rate department, um, you know, he was very close to Fournette last week. Uh, Fournette dipped down to forty seven percent. White was up to thirty eight percent. So I think that's one of the paths for him um, to hitting value here is just you know being used in the the passing game and dump offs from Brady. So I, I like White. Here and then on the Ravens side, I promised I will never go with Isaiah Likely until he actually breaks out. Um, clearly, he's due for a breakout game at some point. But with Mark Andrews banged up, I think this could be a spot to take a flyer on Josh Oliver. Um, you know, he's actually been operating as the number two um, tight end for the Ravens lately. Um, you know, would expect them to run around maybe 30% of the time. Um, and he made an amazing catch, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So this is a spot where might take a flyer on Oliver. Plus, you know, Andrews was clearly playing at less than hundred percent, um, you know, a rare dud for Mark Andrews. So with the short week, maybe Andrews is going to be limited again this week. So a guy like Oliver may have to step up here. So I think he's sneaky as a Darth on the, the Raven side. Yeah. He's been getting more and more playing time and he's playing well. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, so, uh, I think they, and then they like it. He's kind of a good all around player can block yeah. like him for special teams. So yeah, I think he'll, he'll kind of continue to, to play a role. Uh, for me, I am going with on the Bucks side. I'll go with Cade Otten. I, I don't think Cam Brate 
is going to mm-hmm. suit up on, on the short week. But even if he does, um, you know, there's been the, the Tampa Bay beat writers have been saying that Otten's going to cut into Cam Brate's role. Um, so I, I think they're going to kind of be 50 50 even when Brate comes back. But I don't think he'll come back on the short week. And Baltimore's 24th in DVOA against tight ends. So, uh, you know, with Tom Brady trying to get the ball out quick, uh, you know, I think it's going to be uh, the tight end is going to continue to be involved. So, uh, like Otten this week. And on the Ravens side, uh, you know, James Prochet, my dude, I got it. boy. Yeah, I got to go with him. <laughs> he uh, he actually took over the number three role from Demarcus Robinson last week. It didn't really amount to much, but uh, Harbaugh has kind of said, you know, we're going to use uh, Prochet more. He's going to have to step up as the season progresses. And uh, Tywin Wallace was a healthy scratch guy. I know De- Deshaun Jackson could come mm-hmm. in here, but it's totally different kind of uh, receiver. So I, I think, you know, Prochet probably still is that number three guy uh, for Lamar. And he could, you know, he's a guy who can, he can play inside, outside. So he could get a couple of easy receptions. Um, so yeah, just going with him, he's going to be kind of off everyone's radar. I don't mm-hmm. know if people realize that he meatfrogged Demarcus uh, last week. Yeah, it's a good call. And uh, would you say if, if Deshaun Jackson is active, he's worth a flyer, right? Yeah, absolutely, because he one play is all you need. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's a perfect showdown slate play at that point. But he's got to be active, but that's definitely something to look out for. Yeah, he's still on the practice squad, so he would have to be elevated. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, or, I mean, he could obviously be signed to the active roster, but I, I would think they would use the three elevations. Uh, so check that information. Usually come for a Thursday uh, Thursday game, they usually do the elevations on Thursday, I think, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, so that's something to monitor. Uh, and we do got a fullback on this slate. Long pass to the fullback. Got a nice block from the fullback. How many tackles can one man break? Oh, look at the fullback. Down the We're doing our best to, to keep the fullback position alive and thriving. Make fullbacks great again. You got, you got a couple. Yeah, well, we, Patrick Ricard is the, the main one. Uh, yes. And I guess it was Coquif for the Bucks. Yeah, he's questionable, though. He's, he's yeah. off the radar. He's kind of a tight I mean, he's it's still listed tight end, but Ricard yeah. is uh, a legit fullback. Uh, he is running a route on about 36% of the dropbacks. So, you know, there's always a chance. It's he been over like a, 45% the past two games. Yeah, yeah, you're right, 47, 48. So he's, there's always a chance he gets like one of those little play-action touchdowns. He's also, with Andrews a little banged up, he could get a couple snaps at tight end as well. Um, mm-hmm. And he has uh, about a couple, three carries on the year. So there's enough here. There's enough here <laughs> on a, if you're in a, a large field tournament you know maybe he's the last your your last guy on the roster yeah uh, and you're just kind of praying all right let's uh let's pivot to the main slate and let's start with some stacks uh who do you like for a stack so i like uh sam ellinger and alec pierce i think that's a sneaky stack obviously ellinger is way too cheap um and we we talked about it but he has massive rushing upside um and i think you know everybody's gonna want to stack him with michael Pittman, and you know that's fair and yeah that's probably the way to go i think paris campbell could be popular he's been on fire so i think pierce might be overlooked here um and you know he finally saw um over 90 percent of routes run last week um he hadn't cleared 75 percent all year but now he's up to a 96 percent routes run per dropback rate um you know he's he's a deep threat he's a big play kind of guy so um i think that is a very sneaky stack uh with ellinger this week um and then 
Daniel Jones and Wandale Robinson. Um, obviously, Jones' rushing upside is massive. He ran for over 100 yards last week. But he finally has a target that he can rely on in Wandale Robinson. Um, and Robinson's fully healthy, so he had over a 70% routes from last week. Cash in with uh, six catches last week. Um, plus, Daniel Bellinger is going to be out this week. So that, that could be even more targets for Robinson. So I think that's also a sneaky stack. Yeah, I like it. You know, Wandale's only trending up, and he's, he really seems like the only dude that, that Daniel Jones <laughs> wants to throw to with how everything's yep. been going. But uh, I am going to go with – let's go with uh, Tua and uh, Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. you know, this week uh, against Detroit. Uh, that Detroit defense is still bad. Um, you know, I think Tua, he's he's still playing. You know, he kind of was – it was a weird game against Pittsburgh. He started off really hot and then kind of went – I don't know. The play calling was just weird. It just, but um, you know, now he's had a week back, I think against this defense, I think he's going to be able to do some things. They play a lot of man coverage. Uh, so there's going to be some one-on-one opportunities down the field for Waddle and for Tyreek Hill. So uh, I think both of those guys, you know, that gives to a, just a massive ceiling and there's not a ton of options at quarterback uh, yeah. this week anyway. So uh, I think Tua kind of in that mid range with Hill and Waddle uh, could, could be very, uh, very lucrative this week. All right, who you like for dart throws? Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? Yeah, so I love your Tua Waddle Hill stack. Um, but I think Trent Sherfield would be a sneaky dart throw at 3K. I mean, he's men price, even though he is the clear number three wide receiver in this offense. He's averaging 70% routes run um the past five games. You know, Cedric Wilson's making all the money, but Sherfield has leapfrogged him. So he is, you know, locked and loaded as the number three receiver, um, which, you know, it's a very, uh, you know, top heavy offense. Obviously the offense runs through Tyreek and Waddle, but, you know, Sherfield can pop off for three or four catches every couple of games like he has. And this is an easy matchup this week, like you said, against the Lions. So I think he's, he's a good leverage play um, against all the uh, Waddle and Tyreek shares out there. So I like Sherfield as a dart throw. And the other one I like right now is Noah Fant at 2,800. Um, looks like DK Metcalf is going to miss this week. So, you know, people are going to load up on Tyler Lockett, possibly Marquise Goodwin after he had like a career game last week. But I think Fant could be sneaky. Um, you know, he's steadily running right, right around a 60% routes run rate, um, but he's seen a 26% target rate over the past three games. So he could end up being Gino's number two target this week. So I think Fant is super sneaky at tight end this week. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Noah Fant, you know, he is, he's kind of, I mean, we expected him to kind of be more of the the number one tight end, but he hadn't like st- to start the year. This week had been really cutting into mm-hmm. his routes, but uh, yeah, now they're going to, I think they're going to have to just play with more two tight end uh, looks in general with, uh, with Metcalf out for a while. Uh, for me, I, I got a bunch of them. Um, we'll start with, uh, Noah Brown, uh, you know, he's I mentioned him in the other pod, but he's taken over that number two role for the Cowboys over Michael Gallup. Uh, Noah Brown's routes have been trending up uh, into the you know high 80s while Gallup's are in the low 80s, high 70s. And at this point, I have Brown w- ranked well ahead of Gallup. So this week, I, I think, uh, you know, Noah Brown is going to be a guy who um, kind of goes under the radar, but he's Dak Prescott. He's playing like most of the snaps with Dak Prescott, a guy we knew know has a ton of upside. Uh, another guy is Khalif Raymond on the Lions. You know, he's going to have to play more either way with uh, DJ Chark on IR. So he's probably going to be that number three receiver. But it seems like Amon Ross St. Brown gets knocked out of the game every game now. Yeah. So 
there's always some upside there, but uh, I think Khalif Raymond's kind of under the radar uh, guy who's going to get a ton of routes. Uh, Tyquan Thornton, you know, he didn't really do much in that Monday night game. So I think people will probably be off him, but what they might not realize is that he ran a route on 94% of the dropbacks. So that that's easily a season high and it's only his third game. Now I know uh, Kendrick Borden was out, but Nelson Aguilar was still, um, you know, still, still in there. And Bourne has been kind of seeing his role decreased anyway. So uh, I think Thornton's uh, role is kind of here to stay. It's only been growing every week from 64% uh, of the routes to 72% up to 94% last week. So uh, he could easily kind of pop for another big game uh, in this one against the Jets. Uh, Braxton Berrios on the other side of that matchup uh, with, it looks like Corey Davis is going to be out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. you know, Berrios is going to be that slot guy. They love to give him rushing attempts as well. And, uh, you know, the, the Patriots always try to take out your number one guy. So Garrett Wilson could see some some trouble. So uh, when Zach Wilson does have to throw, I think Berrios is a guy. Uh, they 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 can scheme for him too, so it's not only like he needs straight up you know targets uh, to hit. But uh, Terrace Marshall, another guy, he's taking over that Robbie Anderson role. So last year he played in the slot and he had a horrible year. Uh, but this year he's playing almost exclusively on the outside. He ran around on ninety six percent of the dropbacks. And uh, you know remember this Atlanta team doesn't have Casey Hayward or AJ Terrell now on the outside. So Marshall almost had another 38 yard catch that was called back last week early in the game. So uh, I think he's playing a lot better as an outside receiver and he could be, you know, you could still have that second year kind of uh, breakout from him. So uh, I like buying low on him while he's still kind of under the radar uh, for the, the Panthers and then Chris Moore for the Texans looks like Nico Collins is going to miss Moore had 63 yards a couple weeks ago. And then he had uh, his first touchdown of the year last week. So I think he's trending up. Uh, Deontay Foreman at running back, Chuba Hubbard's banged up. So we'll see if uh, if Chuba goes, but Foreman put up a hundred yard game, even with Chuba playing most of the game. And at quarterback, you mentioned him, Sam Ellinger. Uh, love him at yep. Ben Price. Uh, I expect him to run, you know, six to 10 times in this game, if not more. Uh, his scramble rate, is usually he's usually scrambled on about 10% of his dropbacks. So uh, I think he's going to scramble when he does drop back. And I think they're going to design some runs for him as well to kind of get that run game going uh, against this Washington team that's been top five and run defense DVOA. So even though they have all the running backs healthy, they may still need to kind of scheme up some some plays for the quarterback to, to get that run game going uh, and with the way the offensive line is playing. So love him as well. Yeah, I love that. Terrence Marshall call. Um, there, there's probably not enough yards to go around um, to, to have anybody other than DJ Moore um, as a playable option in season-long fantasy, but certainly – and DFS, Marshall's a great call. And he's a bigger bodied receiver. You know, if PJ Walker throws a touchdown, you know, Marshall's the kind of guy that can can be like his main red zone threat. So yeah, Marshall is clearly going to be a full-time player the rest of the season. They want to see what they have in their second round pick from last year. So love that call for DFS. Now on the Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there, I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, rushing yards in football or number of points in basketball. Then choose the amount of money that you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. 
The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sweeper is that it's the only app where I can join my friends' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my group's picks with the tap of a button along with Over Under integrated into the fantasy experience itself. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. On your mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash action. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash action and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit, terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details. All right, let's uh, let's jump to DraftKings. Let's build a lineup, yep. and then we'll do FanDuel, uh, do tournament lineups here. So we'll try to get some uh, differentiation. But uh, let's just yep. start off. Where are you going? Oh, okay. So let's see which quarterback, do we want to, which which site do we want to use? Ellinger. He's four K on uh, DraftKings. Yeah, let's and... see and. Yeah, he's min price there. I think he's more valuable on DK. Yeah, for because he's six K on FanDuel. Yeah, so he's he's less percentage of the cap on DraftKings than he is on FanDuel. Yeah, let, let's go with Ellinger on DK. All right, um, I gotta go with my guy Kenneth Walker the third, sixty five hundred. <laughs> um, actually, wait, let me, let me see what is his price on FanDuel. Hold on. Oh yeah, he's eighty four on FanDuel. Yeah, so even though he's a little bit more of like a, you know, he's probably more like less likely to do a ton in the receiving game. He's $1,900 cheaper on DraftKings. So yeah, I got to go with him. He's my RB2 for the week. Nice. Uh, We have plenty of money to spend. Let's let's do the defense now so we have a better idea. It's just because we have such a cheap QB. Um, I'm looking at the Niners against the Rams. (laughs) Uh, They're 3.1K. You typically wouldn't take a defense facing the Rams, but right now it's not crazy, right? It's not. I mean, they also also always do very well against the Rams. All right, we'll do it. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to correlate with that necessarily, but I do think it is a nice contrarian play. I mean, McCaffrey is eighty seven hundred. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I will go with. Yeah, it is going to be hard to spend all the salary, huh? I'll go. <laughs> yeah, especially if I go with uh, Pierce as Ellinger's stacking partner. So spend away. Uh, okay, let's go Derek Henry. He's my number nice. one back this week. We and uh, he has been a little bit more involved in the passing game. He's got five, three, two, and three receptions over the last four games. So uh, he's 1,600 cheaper on DraftKings and on FanDuel. So, uh, you know, I, I like him here because he's getting those catches now too. So got, oh, number, he, my, got my number one and my number two running back for this week. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. Henry's going to have a monster game this week against the Texans. I mean, they just could not tackle – Josh Jacobs. Um, all right. Yeah. So let's go with Alec Pierce here again. I think that's the contrarian way to stack Ellinger uh, just has that big play upside. I think he's going to be very lowly rostered here. So let's, let's go with him and we absolutely need to start spending some cash or maybe I, I need to start spending some <laughs> cash. You're, you're getting all the, the top guys, but we have 5,400 per player remaining. All right, let's go to the uh, Zach Ertz bounce back. He's the third most expensive tight end. He's nice. facing a Viking defense that ranks dead last in DVOA against the position. So last week, uh, I, I know it might look like, okay, Hopkins came back <laughs> and Ertz was quiet. But remember, that Saints defense just erases tight ends. Like they just, 
it, it all year, it doesn't matter who they play, their numbers against tight ends are just ridiculous. So um, I think that was more of a function of that. He still ran a route 91% of the time. Uh, so yep. I'm expecting a bounce back in his spot. Love it. And yeah, Trey McBride saw a huge spike in usage. He ran around route uh, 41% of the time. Didn't see a single target, but that didn't cut into Ertz's playing time as at all. Um, and if anything, that's going to lead to more targets for Ertz if they keep if they keep that sort of usage up. Well, what so happened like, was, so they, they played more two tight end sets and AJ Green put yeah. no no snaps. Yeah, no, that's yeah. that's more targets for Ertz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. It's like AJ Green was the guy that they were like, you're gone. Yep. Bye. Love it. Um, let's see. So wide receiver 55. Okay. Um, DJ Moore. Boom. Like it. 5,300. What a joke. All right. So we got an average, an average of 6,500 for a wide receiver and a flex. Uh, I'll, I'll do the wide receiver. Let's see. Go with some Jalen Waddle here. Uh, 6,700, uh, 88 yards last game and into his first game back. And, uh, I like the matchup here against Detroit. Um, so I think he's going to have some man-to-man opportunities down the field. So yeah, let's go waddle at 6,700 and that leaves you 6,300 for a flex. Love it. Uh, Damian Pierce is 6,300. Um, I know you have both running backs in that game that, I mean, um, if there were ever a game, I mean, Damian Pierce is sort of Derrick Henry like in terms of his usage. Um, Raheem I Mostert, but I mean, Raheem nah, Mostert model doesn't make sense. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's, uh, let's just go with Pierce. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have three running backs that are probably better for Fanduel, um, but I like it. Yeah, the price. I mean, Pierce still caught four balls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even with like a limited amount of routes. All right. So we have Sam Ellinger at quarterback at 4K. Uh, our running backs, Derrick Henry at 8,400, Kenneth Walker the third at 6,500, and Damian Pierce at 6,300 in the flex. At wide receiver, we have Alec Pierce stacked with Ellinger at 4,600 against Washington. DJ Moore at 5,300 against the Casey Haywardless, AJ Terrellless Atlanta Falcons. And then Jamal Waddle at 6,700 uh, against the Detroit Lions defense. Zach Ertz at tight end, 5,100. And the Niners D at uh, at 3,100 against a team they always do well against in the Los Angeles Rams. All right. Let's jump over to FanDuel now. Let's go to Raheem Roster on FanDuel. Oh, no. I was going to go with him too. All right, perfect. Yeah. I like him. He's in, He's really been dominating that backfield. Yeah. Miami. And this, this run defense is, we know it's still bad. Uh, that Tony Pollard over hit with ease last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this is good leverage. Like a lot of people are going to go with the passing attack here, but uh, this game could get out of hand and could be a huge Mozart game. Plus he's a good fan play. Yeah. So yeah, the lines are 29th and they're 31st against the pass and DVR 29th against the run. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really a take your pick. So we, we went Waddle on DraftKings. So yeah, we'll go Mostert here. They're in this. everything funnel defense. <laughs> right. 6,800 for Mostert. What do you got? Um, uh, I'm going to go with Adam Thielen. Um, I, I just think he's way overlooked right now. And again, you know, still due for some positive touchdown regression. Uh, 6,200 on Fandle. Love yeah, it. Yeah, it's a steal. All right, let me get a defense out of the way just so we know oh. what we're working with. Let's go with the Indianapolis Colts against uh, yep. against Heineke at home, a home favorite. You know, maybe they'll get a spark from Ellinger and the, the defense will step up. Yep. Maybe they'll actually get some guys healthy. Uh, but exactly. Yeah, let's go with Colts here. Love it. Uh, so that gives us how much per player? We got seventy one hundred per player. Oh, we're over, we're over that. 
Okay. Um, let's go with either Camara. Camara's too cheap. Does he score? Is he going to score a touchdown though? That that's a fair <laughs> question. Um, he will at some point, right? Maybe that's why he's so cheap. Yeah. Uh, people are just assuming that Taysom Hill's going to steal all of them. Um, it's going to be Jameis under center, right? This week. Uh, they have they have failed to name. They've declined to name one. I think that would mean that they probably go Jameis after Andy Dalton yeah. threw all of the interceptions. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I was looking at Kamara or Algier is pretty cheap, and he's a Fanduel type of play. Um, so you pick out of those two. Ah, you got to pick, man. It's uh... <laughs> all right. Let's go with Kamara. Let's let's bank on some. Do it. Touchdown regression. Uh, he's due. All right. So we still got seven K on average. Let's go with Kyler here. You know, he's got he's got DeAndre help, healthy. He's got the, the long uh break. He was screaming at Cliff last time. So he's gonna have to <laughs> Call of Duty comes out this yeah. week. So <laughs> uh but no, yeah. I mean, I think Kyler's due for a, like a big like we saw it with DeAndre back, like it just makes that offense so much more functional and like you know, the, the Cardinals got kind of lucky to get all those picks, you know, those turnovers, and they didn't their offense didn't have to do as much. Uh, yeah. but th- you know, this week against the Vikings, you know, Vikings coming off a bye. Both teams have a lot of time to prepare. I think you'll get some some good offense from both both sides. Yeah, yeah. So I mean we have Thielen going yeah. the other way. So let's go with uh Nuke. Let's go with Hopkins. Do it. I, I love Rondell Moore, but he is more of a DK play. So yeah. let's go with Hopkins here. All right. So we got sixty four hundred for a wide receiver tight end and flex. Goddard seems cheap. Actually, I'm gonna go to I'll go to wide receiver. Let's go with uh let's go with Brandon Cooks here, 6100 against oh. the Titans. Uh he's he's nice. that's way too cheap. And now they got Nico out, so I think yeah. Cooks might yeah. probably bounce back here. Um 30 uh, third most points allowed, uh Fandle points per game allowed to wide receivers is a Tennessee Titans defense. So uh yeah, let's do yeah. that. And we got 6550. He's a trade candidate, right? Who? Brandon Cooks. I would I think so. So yeah, obviously. That'll be obvious not, if he gets yeah. traded, not to play him. But yeah, I do like that. He he was sticking out um as well. Um, like I was saying, Dallas Goddard's too cheap, right? Yeah. Um Pittsburgh ranks third in DVA against tight ends, <laughs> but I'm looking at their schedule and I mean they faced Quentin Morris week five. I am not seeing anything too scary to scare me off of Dallas Goddard. So let's go with him at fifty nine hundred. Yeah, I don't mind Goddard. I mean, there's it's just a tough week at tight end. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was so gonna say it's pretty thin. No e- Kelsey or Andrews. Yeah, so the and the Eagles are expected to score one of the, I think the most points. Uh, so yeah, to just get that touchdown always works on Fanduel. All right, we got seventy two hundred for flex. Let's see. So my top options are Amon Ra, Michael Pittman, Zeke, Damian Harris. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is tough. Uh, is Amonra going to play? Like, is he? Well, I don't, I, I don't want to. I thought it was, like, encouraging. Um, he didn't actually have a concussion. It was just that, like, he got. Oh, they were yeah. just being extra careful with the new, like, yeah. protocol? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It, it's saying he's likely to suit up week eight. So that's probably what happened. Isn't that what happened with Teddy though? Um, I guess he could have played. Just McDaniel wanted to go with Skyler because he was practicing. Yeah. yeah, I think I think you're right. He he didn't 
it says he didn't actually suffer a concussion. Um, actually, I'm gonna go with. Do we need to spend down or spend up? Yeah, um, well, somewhere like go back. Maybe some... defense or something. Um. Oh, oh. Like, what player would you like? Like, who's sticking out right now, and what price are they? Um, like in like CD Lamb at seventy five hundred, or Miles Sanders at seventy four, Damian Pierce seventy three. Like, that would be mm. we need one. We need like a couple hundred more. Um, because I don't want to go Olave because we have uh, Kamara. Then yeah, just swap out the the defense. Who cares about the defense? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What do we want to do at defense? Though we'd have to go super low though. Let's see. Uh, oh, we could go Commanders defense. <laughs> we don't have a Colt in here, right? No. Yeah, so we could just not in this line. Kind of hedge our bets here at the Commanders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the Ellinger uh, debut doesn't go as planned, right? Uh, okay, so that yeah, that gives yeah. us seventy six hundred. So now I can go Lockett, Jamal Williams. There we go. CD, yeah, let's go CD Lamb at seventy five hundred here against the Chicago Bears. So we got yeah, okay, I like this. So Kyler, yeah, much better. Kyler at eighty two hundred against the Vikings. Our running backs are Alvin Kamara at seventy eight hundred against the Raiders and Raheem Mostert at sixty eight hundred against the Lions. Then our receivers, we got DeAndre Hopkins at seventy nine hundred stacked with Kyler. We have CeeDee Lamb in the flex at 7,500, Adam Thielen at 6,200, and Brandon Cooks at 6,100. Our tight end is Dallas Goddard at 5,900. And then we got the Commander's defense at 3,400. So we're leaving 200 on the table. Yeah, like it. And Commander's might be getting Chase Young back this week, right? I, I think, no, he said. Maybe they, not this week, but yeah. Soon. They said okay. He might be activated, but they're not going to actually. Yeah. We're going to focus on his conditioning. Nice. So I'd be surprised. But. Yep. I'm um, still a good defensive front, you know, mm-hmm. that Colts O-line, you never know. Uh, all right, so that's going to do it for our fantasy preview episode here on the Fantasy Flex. For more great fantasy content from Sean and I, check out our full uh, player projections episode out right now over on the Action Network podcast channel. Every Friday this season, Sean and I will have a special night shift episode where we'll preview the Sunday and Monday night football, DFS slates, try to keep hitting on those dart throws. Uh, actionnetwork.com for all of our fantasy football rankings content uh, and our NFL betting content as well fantasylabs.com for our DFS tools and models you can find Sean on Twitter at the underscore oddsmaker and me at Chris Raybon and you can find us at those same handles on the free award winning Action Network app until next time let's get this money <laughs>